Hey, all you white people who watch porn, it is time to do a deep dive into your search history. Let's have a look at exactly what you're watching. Let's examine what kind of content you're consuming and how you may be participating and perpetuating the racism that exists within the business of porn. Today's special guest is someone who's been incredibly vocal on her social media platforms and is going to give us a deeper understanding, perhaps the understanding you've been looking for on how and where racism exists in the porn business. Let's get to it and chat with Anna Fox. Welcome to Licked and Loaded. I'm Laura Desiree. Miss Anna, tell me what's going on with the industry right now? Are you guys up and running? Um, you know what? They're, it's like to each their own right now. Like it's open for people because I think a lot of people are desperate and weren't ready for this much time of not working. So people are working, uh, but I am not because I think that COVID is real and I don't trust a lot of things. Like I'm, I'm a, mm, 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 mm. so I, I chose not to work but I know people are working. I know people from like my agency are working too, so. And, and let's be real, like so much it can be accomplished by yourself with your own stuff, right? So I would imagine you're keeping busy shooting some stuff at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, shooting a bunch of solo content and I think it took Corona for me to realize that I could make a lot of money just with me, you know? Like I didn't need to be shot by a company or anything like that. I just had to put myself out there. So, yay, Corona. <laughs> Foremost, thank you so much for making time today. This is uh, incredibly special to me and very important. I'm so grateful that you had a moment today. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for having me. I've been wanting to talk with you for a while, but I feel like ever since we first spoke, it's been just as crazy since then. It's like, been a while of time. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to really dedicate today's discussion to both myself getting an education as well as the viewers that will be watching this to have uh, as much of an understanding as possible on racism within your industry. It's something that I'm sure a lot of people who follow their favorite porn stars on you know, platforms, whether it's Instagram or Twitter, they're probably seeing a lot of this conversation and don't necessarily know or have an understanding of it. Could you please give us a, perhaps an introduction as well as uh, an up to the minute fact of where we're standing with this conversation and where racism exists in porn? <laughs> oh, Jesus. How much time do we have? Um, racism in porn is um, everywhere from makeup to script, to hiring to agencies. Um, and I just think people were so unaware of it because how they're conditioned in porn. Um, a lot of people are ignorant to it. Like having, even having these discussions, like people would say things like, yeah, black girls just don't sell. And I'm like, well, then how do I pay my rent? You know, I, if, if we don't sell, like, I think uh, it just people were uneducated and like ignorant for some reason of like the clear racism, like not one major porn website right now as featuring that I know a black performer, mm -hmm. a black female performer. 
um, black male performers are like lifted up on a pedestal, you know, um, because they're seen as like these, these things that carry the white women, you know, like white girls are like superstars for working with black guys. And I'm like, well, why isn't that the same for every other performer? Like, why don't I get booked a lot to work with black, black male performers or black females? Um, and I'm always put in a category of like ebony. And I'm like, why, why are black girls called ebony when that's not like our race or anything like that? Like you'll go on Pornhub for instance, and you'll see like blonde or Czech or Russian or something like that. But it's just ebony, which I feel like is like a made up, like nice N word, you know, like, like a fetish title. Uh, it's racism in porn is just everywhere from the second that you start your agent tells you do you do ir which means will you fuck a black guy it has nothing to do with will you work with somebody who's hispanic or asian or you know any other race it just simply means will you work with a black guy and it's just it's not it's we don't ask, you know, are you willing to work with a previously wanted felon? Are you willing to work with someone with predisposed so-and-so disorders? They don't ask that up front. And yet this is, you know, such a, a pinnacle at the beginning of, of a porn star's career. I find that that's something that's gonna blow a lot of people's minds. They don't know that. Yeah, it's the first thing that you're asked. Like, do you, will you work with the black man? And it's like, they keep trying to put the reason for it being that black guys have bigger dicks in porn and i've been in porn i sucked a lot of dicks that's not the case if we're gonna have a big dig rate then we can have a big dick rate but i've seen some i've seen some different size and shape dicks and not always are the black dicks the biggest you know um so it just doesn't really make sense like the racism and like putting people on a pedestal for like, oh yeah, that's another accomplishment. Like it's not an accomplishment to fuck a black person. It's just like fucking anybody else. Yeah, I think actually what you just said about uh, a big dick rate, my God, wouldn't that be a great idea? Because be nobody, great nobody idea. knows necessarily what they're getting themselves into if it's a massive big dick. And sometimes, yeah, there is a, a risk there. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a risk. I have a short torso mm -hmm. and there's a risk. I've been like, whew, I've sweat like whole wigs off during some big dick scenes. So it would be nice to get a big dick rate. <laughs> yeah. Talking about mm -hmm. actual depictions themselves. So the actual content that's going out there, whether it's the storylines or the kinds of sex that's being depicted with performers of color. Um, can you speak to any of the racism that exists in how we present um, the black sexual experience? Oh, gosh, I feel like <laughs> we don't even present the black sexual experiences as true um i was recently on a phone call with black performers kind of like trying to get everyone's side and there was a black man saying that like oh yeah we work with white women because like that's the black male experience and i was like is it because when i was growing up black men were fucking like different kinds of girls not just small white girls and they weren't always like the big black man coming to take down little tiny Tina, you know, like it's always, it's always like that. Like the bigger buffer blacker dude with more tattoos is always going to be put on those websites and be praised for fucking the tiny small white girls. And it's just like, 
that's only one point of view. There's so many people and so many ways you can have sex. It's just like a shame to focus on just that. Not saying that that's not something that that is a fantasy of people that people like to see, but there's so much more, you mm -hmm. know? I'd like to be dominated by a big old buff black man too. I, I would like to dominate him too. I like to work with anybody. So it's just weird that there's just like a cutoff. Like, oh no, you need just really tall, uh, super dark uh, black man. And if you don't fit that narrative, then you should look white. So then we can put you somewhere. There's nothing for in between. Yeah. So this, this uh, uh, I guess, reaction that we get from the viewership, people that are uh, drawn to looking at interracial porn or drawn to these kinds of scenarios, are they experiencing some kind of a, I almost want to call it a brainwash, because think about it, they're consuming this fantasy that really hasn't been created organically by either of the players involved. You know, mm -hmm. these are performers that have been casted to play this and to perpetuate this fantasy, which is untrue. It's a dangerous thing. It is definitely dangerous. And I, I do believe that it's like a form of brainwashing because just going to the conventions and like talking with our fans, meeting with our fans, I just hear the dialogue between people. And it's just like, I have a hard time playing a porn star person in person because I just like want to like debate with people like, no, that's wrong. Don't say this. And I just have to like shut up because I realize that they're talking to like, uh anna fox you know so they expect something that they expect you know the fantasy and i can't like go in there and like just chop it up and ruin it for them like santa claus isn't real kind of thing you know i was gonna say can you can you be even more specific in that regard when it comes to meeting the public because that's you know how you and i have met we've we've all been to these big events whether it's avn is or exotica what is that interaction like from fans um they're always like they're always super sweet so it's hard to be like upset with what they're saying but every word is like they're like oh ebony uh, ebony nubian goddess like my wife's black and like man maybe if you just shaved your head more and looked more more african and got like a tan like that would be cool like and just like you know trying to like fit me into the mold of their wife or like, oh, my, my wife loves being called Ebony and Nubian, so you must. And I'm like, I actually hate that shit. I like 100%, I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, we're individuals. We have individual flavors, tastes, and preferences. Yeah, they're always constantly comparing me like, oh, I had a black girlfriend. And that's like shit, it's like, in my head, I'm like, you sound, like terrible you sound racist like oh i have a black friend like it just sounds like and okay people i mean uh, you would you imagine that for a lot of these people coming to these events their mind is blown that yeah. they're witnessing in the flesh the person that they you know seek arousal from that they get that sexual release from which is a big part of being a human and so it's very it's very telling when you see someone immediately go to that well how can i connect with this performer how can i connect with this person let me think of anything black that exists in my life that i can then offer to them and let them know i'm valid in your world because i i understand you in this way i have a black connection you know i had like one fan bringing me gifts from africa oh. and i was like 
like Kenya and stuff. And I was like, I'm Nigerian. Um, so like, and I told him the first time I was like, one, I'm like African-American. I haven't even been to Africa. So I was like, uh, you, you have me like mistaken. And then like, he continued to ask me like what I felt about Black Panther and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, wow. And I didn't, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like, would I play the characters in cosplay and stuff yeah. like that? And I was just like, hmm. Yeah. And it's weird. It's weird because I know for them that they're like excited and they're like, yeah, like they're genuinely asking. And I'm just like over here horrified and like trying to figure out what to say nice so I don't sound like a bitch. Like, because I want to say, what the fuck? <laughs> why? Why are we? Why are you bringing me gifts from Africa and telling me if I want to play a role in Wakanda like that's a fictional play you know it's just like they always go there and I'm like can I just be like a human today like I I, for, I was walking around completely forgetting that I was black you know I'm just chilling <laughs> inhaling and exhaling living like a human I wonder how what the experience would be like let's put it this way for people to look through their own search history on whether whatever platform or wherever they get their porn, wherever it's coming from, if they go through their own search history, can they evaluate where they might be fetishizing uh, people of color? Would they be able to determine uh, a racism embedded within themselves based on the searches that they're using, the keywords that they're using? Do you think that would be a good exercise for people to be doing? I think so because I didn't realize um... I think I didn't really realize um, how people, performers of color were being fetishized until I realized what we were being looked up by, mm. you know? Like I just started performing and I was just like, I'm a girl, I'm a human, and I'm gonna be titled girl or human. Then I started seeing my porn come out and then like slowly there were little things that I didn't like. They would call me like slut and stuff. And I was like, hmm, okay, well, whatever. I guess I am a slut sucking dick in this scene. Mm -hmm. But then it like ebony whore, ebony slut. And I was like, oh, that's what people are writing. Ebony whore, ebony slut. Um, and just like, it go, it gets worse. Like just recently looking at other websites just to see what was going on. And I was like, dang, these, these titles are pretty fucked up. The search, the people, the thing that people are searching is really fucked up. And it's just kind of crazy that they can type that in and it pops up. And they're and associating their fantasies with these titles, with these yeah. uh, reference points, you know, yeah. that becomes ingrained. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the websites kind of like formulate any porn be that way. Like, even if it's like, a, I've seen some, some porns of mine like titled horrible things and I was like, that was a really classy, nice porno. Like, <laughs> I was playing somebody's wife. I was in a gown. <laughs> I had lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended. That was a nice part now. <laughs> but you know, they just kind of like manipulate them all to be like, to relate to a trash title. Wow. Yeah. The, the, the search title BBC itself has got to be one of the biggest keywords <laughs> that exist in porn. Uh, yeah. I was at XBiz, I guess last, last XBiz, I was in one of the, um, uh, group chats, one of the workshops, I believe it was Lotus Lane who said that that's not a title that was even coined from the black community. That's something that, because a, a black man doesn't refer to his 
cock as a cock. It's not a cock. That's something that, you know, the white people have put on, on that search phrase. Would you agree with that? Is that, is that tr the truth of that? I would, yeah. But, What's the story on that? It's the biggest thing people look for, you know? I, did, I read that story that Lotus wrote and it was fucking on point. Um, I never even said cock before I got into porn. And that was because I was performing with like white performers and I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's cock. But then like BBC and I was just like, that's weird. Cause like we call it, it's just dick. We don't, I've never went up to a black guy and like fucked him like your big black dick or big, it's like obviously black. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> you just, you don't have to point it out. Like I've never went up to a white guy and been like, your big white penis. I don't know. Like I've never hey. like, you're big Mexican. I don't know, like who does that? So it's just kind of like a weird term. And I feel like they're just trying to like fetishize it more like this big black cop coming to town, 3D, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You know, it's just like, what is that? It just, it doesn't make sense. Um, and it's not reversed for everything that like, we're having like little issues for. It's like, imagine if like, that was what um, we call it like white dick, like Lotus was saying, I think in her article, uh, pink, pink dick, because like white dick is like technically pink. She's like, what if we just called like white dick, pink dick, like guys would start getting offended and stuff like it that. Sounds like a condition. It sounds like something you need to go get an ointment for. I've got that pink dick. Oh God. You know? I don't want pink dick. Yeah. I just don't want pink dick. No, it's just a dick. If you want to call it whatever you want in your own life but to title it that for everyone like this is what we search up black dick big bbc like that's what everybody has to search to look up black dick mm -hmm. well it could can we just can we just call it dick like why do we have to like label people by races like there's black blonde people there's black brunettes you can clearly see us when you're searching down like that girl's white that girl's black like why i don't know why we need the the filters of race. What what are the dangers in fetishizing black performers and, and the black culture itself? Like we're seeing stop mm. fetishizing performers of color. What does that right. mean? Um, I think by fetishizing us, you're limiting us to like one dimension that is like a, a false narrative, you mm. know, like there's not, not every black guy wants to be a big black dude taking down white chicks. Some guys just want to simply like, like feet or do something else, you know, like we're limited to these things. And then for the black women, we're only limited to the ebony movie that these companies put out once a season, you know, like, because like we have to be limited to our ebony comedy category and not human, we can only like four of us can work for a company a season. <laughs> we're not unless we're shooting our own content but like each each company only puts out an ebony movie they heart they very rarely use black women just as women right. so we have to wait for that ebony wipes four ebony booty eight you know like we have to wait for that black movie to come out in order to work so we're limited so speaking of then the business side of all of this, because this is something that the public really has virtually no access to, yeah. a little bit more I'd say through things like Twitter and people uh, in the industry able to write and, and educate, where does racism exist in the business of porn? Um, <laughs> it's here. Um, it's just like in the way that 
people are treated. Like I, I remember one of my first um, public porn events that I went to, I want to say it was XRCO mm -hmm. and it was way back in like, uh, oh, what's 10 years ago? Uh, not good at math, whatever. It was a while ago. Uh, <laughs> so it was like one of my first interviews and I was like with the group of my agency girls. I had no idea who any of them were because I just started. So I'm all like, Ah, I'm so excited. Tell me questions. And this guy's like, what do you want to do in the industry? And I was like, I want to win awards. And then like the, the guy asking the questions with the, the mic and the camera guy both started laughing. And I was like, what's the joke? And they were like, black girls don't win awards. And I was like, oh, oh, oh damn. and then I was just like, I was kind of like shocked. And that was like my first like slap to reality. Like, this is what it's going to be like. And so like, I looked up award-winning black women and like, there was really, there really wasn't any. And if they did win awards, like um, at the time, Skin Diamond was really popular. And I was like, sure. I was like, oh no, she's got to have a lot of awards. And she had only like won an award for sucking dick. And I was like, what? She like, she's so much more than that. You know, like she's a whole ass, like, creative individual that like made a whole bunch of girls shave their heads off shave their hair off because she had that one hairstyle and i was like what what like how she was so influential like everybody was mesmerized by her how is it that like this top and she was like in my opinion at the time the top of the top not just top for a black girl she was like killing everybody yeah. and i was like how did she not get recognition um for all her hard work when she's just like the number one person at the time. And that was just like a, an idea of like racism. If it was hard for her, then it's definitely going to be hard for everyone else behind her. Wow. I, I mean, that's, that's, that's awards as well. Recognition. I mean, how, how big and important are awards and recognition at that level uh, in the business when it comes to your success? I think the awards um, are a way to let people know that you're like a serious performer. You know, like you come to work, you work your ass off, you perform, you don't talk back, you're you're great, the numbers are good, all, whatever it is that people are awarding people for. I think people that are doing those things deserve awards and it's just really sad to not see any one of your demographics being rewarded. It just makes it, it makes you feel like it makes me feel like the category of women of color are not respected or valuable in the industry since we're not awarded. It makes me feel like they're saying that we don't work hard enough uh, to get rewarded because we're not. And it's, it, the, it's, it's across the board. Like they're not rewarding black women, women of color, uh, BBWs even like veterans, uh, there's so many people that deserve a lot of recognition and it's really sad to see them not get it because it, uh, it just opens up doors. You know, people, you get deals, you get, um, your numbers go up and things like that. And when you just kind of keep like glossing over people, it just like, it does something to their, their confidence, their self-esteem. Like I've seen girls like on Twitter, like, I, I don't know what's, what's wrong with me that I don't get anything. And it's just like a sad thing to see. Like, why is it so hard just to simply award people across the board? 
outside of porn, even in, in regular media, in pop culture, award right. shows yeah. are what dictate what's trending and what is acceptable and what the general public should like, what we should reward in that top place. And I would imagine in porn as well is that these awards shows dictate, because there are also viewers that care a lot about these awards and do like to see who's being awarded, who's uh, trending, who's getting all of the applause right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just sad that like, I guess black women are not elevatable. Yeah. If you don't change, you're just a complete blind idiot. Like at this point, like people have had everything in front of them before and they just ignored it time and time again. Like I've, I've had these conversations with some of these people multiple times in the past and like they ignored it or brushed it off but they can't do that anymore because everybody's looking and we have the time off yeah. to see what changes are being made that they should have been made so yeah. i feel like for a lot of people it's like for me it like people it's time's up for yeah. me for other people they're like no let's give them time and like so because they're just barely finding out and i'm like how are you just barely finding out no you just you chose to be ignorant for a long time yeah when it comes to the, the business, actual pay rates, actual negotiations handled within business, do you feel there's an equality there? There's definitely an equality there. That's, it's so ridiculous like to go on Twitter and see white girls brag about their beautiful IR rate and you just work with the same guy and got like, this girl just got thousands, like was able to negotiate thousands and thousands of dollars simply because she's white. And that's not a thing that the, the top paying company that the, the top paying thing that a black girl can get in this industry is working for ghetto gaggers. That's the highest rate a black girl can get unless you do something viral like or go to jail and get somebody to give you a contract, which is rare. But, uh, you know, um, for the most part, uh, you can do ghetto gaggers or you can just simply do anal. Um, but white girls can negotiate thousands and thousands of dollars just to simply fuck a black man. So where and does the top rate in, in the, the black opportunities, where does that top rate tier compare to the opportunities for a white performer? It's, it's unfortunate. It, it, it doesn't compare because not every black performer can even ask for a top light. I have a top anal rate and that's the highest thing that I can ask for. Not everybody can even ask for the rate that I'm asking for for anal. Like my agent thinks it's too high, and <laughs> but black girls just start off like getting more. Like even simply like they get offered more like behind closed doors. Like simply for a boy girl, they'll just straight up offer a black girl like a simple rate like somewhere between eight hundred and like a thousand, and then a black a white girl will just start off at twelve hundred, and it's just like just simply for that. So for that, and there's the same act, you can work with the same, the girls can work with the same guy. Why? Why does, That's you know, it just makes no sense. How much, and how much of this uh, rate, how much of the rates are known between performers themselves? Like, is the industry aware of this? I mean, I'm sure they are. Look, I just, yeah. I'm fascinated by it because I'm not on that side of it, you know? Right. I think not so many, so much talent are aware. I think um, 
a talent are the, the ones that are ignorant because they're just like, they're on set and everybody is nice. Like you're friends mm-hmm. with the camera guy, lighting guy. And you're like, oh, like everybody's so nice. They wouldn't give me a lower rate than anybody, right? Everybody's getting the same rate, right? Right? Everybody's so nice. Nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just like, helping the white girl to accelerate better in her career. Like she's got more money. She can get shot more. She mm. can shoot for any company whenever she wants. Cause she's just a girl. She doesn't have to wait for a specific niche movie to work, you know? And it's just like, it's really upsetting. Um, but I'm really happy that like, there's like a, a magnifying glass on it right now. And that everybody is like coming to, performers of color for help they're like wow we were fucked up uh so sorry what do we do (laughs) yeah and you still work with an agent you were saying you're you're with an agent so Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't need to you know not not, we're not putting anyone on blast here today Mm -hmm. but what's the responsibility of agents for performers of color um to like treat them the same and get them the same work um as everyone else um and let them know what what is available I guess like what's what's the honesty and um for me like each agent was pretty honest with like things that can go that would go on but I uh just had to put my foot down on certain things and not budge like like with my my anal rate my agent was like that's high and I was like I know but <laughs> there's nothing else that I can get paid more for and I'm going to leave this high because I know that white girls can get paid more and I don't think that's fair so I'm going to take every dollar I can get from wherever I can get and if they think that's high then they can hire such and such but if they want me they're going to have to pay cuz just the way it is <laughs> responsibility of of uh poc performers in today's game what's their responsibility in seeing uh equality brought to their industry i think now um times are changing in the industry whereas before the only thing i could offer any other performers of color was advice um but now that i have like grown and taken steps to like financially stable myself um trying to create a production company so that way um more performers of color have an opportunity to be shot and that way if my production company does well um it will show other production companies that um black performers are valuable and you know you can shoot them just as much as you can a white person and your company will not suffer like you think it will uh, you know, you can just, just give people attention and like a little bit of TLC and they'll be great. <laughs> wow. For, mm-hmm. for viewers, cause I'm a porn consumer. I'm a big, mm-hmm. I'm a big porn consumer. It's like, it takes up almost my entire day in quarantine. I'm not going to lie. Uh, what should we be watching for to be the most responsible viewers, the people that want to be making a change that look, I'm going to just say for white people that want to make sure what they're watching isn't perpetuating a stereotype, white people, you know, what do we need to be aware of in our porn consumption? Um, like, I don't want to say don't watch any companies or whatever, but, um, I would, I would probably start trying to follow like individual performers. Like, uh, like I, I, Ricky Johnson's like a great content creator. Um, Isaiah, there's, you know, like a lot of 
people of color performers like create their own content and it's beautiful. It's cheaper than signing up to those big old websites, um, you know, and you're supporting your performer directly. Um, and just following them can give you a great insight of like what companies are shit and which are not. Cause a lot of people of color are being vocal as fuck right now and telling it like it is. So you can just read the tea down their timeline and it'll, it'll give you a good idea of what not to do. <laughs> yeah. well, that's so essential. And that's one of my favorite things to do. Can I just say, I get a gold star as a white person who likes to investigate who these performers are that I'm watching and getting off to, okay? And the greatest joy is finding more reasons to receive arousal from them as you, as you, right humanize people out there. Hey, yes. <laughs> Anna, it's been such a, a, an incredible and enriching experience today. Thank you for chatting and for really just- And we gotta talk. I know, I know. And I'm very grateful for this. Thank you so, so much. Where can everyone connect with you online? Follow me on Twitter at A-N-A-F-O-Triple-X or Instagram at Foxy underscore L-O-C-K-S-Y. Hot. And fill in this blank for me. Are you ready? Yes. It turns me on when someone calls me blank in bed. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Probably anything like pretty, like any sexy, pretty, gorgeous. Probably any type of compliment. I'm used to just being told to come on dick. So I was like, oh, what do I get called? Uh. <laughs> I love what you said, though. I'm serious. The more that I ask women this question, they say, I like to have my, like, my femininity worshipped and really brought to the foreground. So anything that says that I'm a beautiful, strong woman, that's what I want to hear in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah that stuff. Anything like that. Because sometimes, especially like being off camera for a while, I've been like, I'm a human. I'm like a normal person <laughs> having normal sex now. And I'm like, I don't know if everybody else is getting fluffy in quarantine, but I definitely am. And my partner is super like sweet just to like, I don't know if he can tell when I'm like looking at something and he's like, you're beautiful. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> Important stuff. We need to hear it, all right? People, make sure you're putting some praise out there for people that you love and are loving you. Yes. And all that jazz. Anna, thank you so very much. Um, this has been such a treat. You take care of yourself, and I'm going to send you an email with all the details on uh, the rest of this business, okay? Thank you, boo. Thank you, darling. You take care of yourself now. Okay. Bye. Bye.